I can't swim. It's okay. Whatever difficulty you are feeling right now, I do not understand it. So let's go. No, it's, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't all the way plugged in, even though it looked like it was plugged in. And then I was in the sound and it wasn't recording. So uh, we're recording. User error. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. You, it's <laughs> a skill issue. On again. I've skill heard issue. of it. Okay. This episode may contain mature content. Viewer discretion is advised or not. It's just up to you. Uh, yeah. Anyways, on with the episode. Hello, I think. We Hi. are back, finally. You know, it's been a while. Eight years later. Yes. But we've been living and working. We've mostly been living. Just living. Mostly. Hey, yo. We're just existing. Surviving. We're, we're still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the last one of the year. See you next year. <laughs> Signing off. Jokes. Short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, today we will hopefully do Andor talk finally <laughs> after too many, two months, <laughs> too many times, too many, too many, ta- after too many times of postponing, that's what I was going to say, mm-hmm. our episode. We'll kind of break it down into different sections, um, some Mandalorian talk, some Ultron talk and Andor season one review. And then maybe we'll get to some other topics. Uh, we'll find out. Anybody want to start it up? <laughs> <coughs> well, <coughs> if my throat doesn't get clogged up. So, there's a lot of stuff that is coming out early 2023. Uh, that being two shows in the game already and then there's a couple other shows that will be coming out later in the year um so we got bad batch season two starts streaming january 4th so i guess as of recording about six days if that sounds about right um sure and this will also include my speedy breakdowns from season yes. one <laughs> yes um and then we've got uh mando and grogu are coming back first mando season three on march 1st and then uh Jedi Survivor, uh, that's a video game coming out on March 17th. Um, and there's also cool. a novel that'll be releasing um, roughly around the same time, and it takes place in between the two games. So that will be that'll be interesting if you like your Jedi Fallen Order lore, especially because it's all canon. So mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, Ahsoka will probably be released late 2023 after Mandalorian, and I'm going to take a guess. It'll be announced after the next celebration or even on star wars day or whenever they decide to do it but they're keeping that show quite under wraps and there's actually something that came up recently and they're gonna dave filoni is introducing a brand new concept into the ahsoka show to make it work and there's a there's a rumor that hayden's coming back to i mean we knew that Hayden's coming back uh, into the show, yeah. but in terms of his role, um, there's <laughs> there's rumors that we're, we'll be going back to the end of the Clone Wars era with Anakin and Ahsoka. The, the whole plot, rumored plot of Ahsoka is that she's going to go back in time um, 
well, back in time, but she's going to be in a mental state uh, just before she meets the Mandalorian and she's very at peace. Um, she's talking with Luke. She's very like level-headed, but the Ahsoka show seems to be taking place before that. So during a time where she's maybe wrestling with a lot of her past and one of the biggest mentors of her past was Anakin. Mm-hmm. And there's a rumor, uh, a plot rumor that she's going to go back uh, through the world between worlds and she's going to put herself into these what if scenarios like in her head of like, how can I change this? Because she knows Anakin mm-hmm. turned. And she just wants to know, like, if there's any way of changing it. But I have a feeling that there's going to be the same idea as what if with these, like, set points in time mm-hmm. where no matter what you do, you can't change it. And Ahsoka's going to realize really, really fast that even if she fought Anakin herself on Mustafar, she wouldn't be able to change him mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there's a lot of fan fiction-y stuff that might happen, but I'm so down for it because I'm very confident Dave Filoni's... Uh, knowledge especially because he learned under George so there's going to be a lot of stuff with Anakin and Hayden and apparently he's doing a lot of sword training so I have a very good feeling that we might be able to see some sort of Ahsoka Anakin Mustafar duel instead of Obi-Wan Anakin that'd be wicked Mm. and there's uh, something about the great beyond that I I've only briefly read about and heard about that basically it's like the great beyond is kind of like in the unknown regions kind of thing or in a whole other galaxy kind of thing. And uh, if you guys remember the, the Dathomir stuff with the night sisters and mother Tals and she's, they're all very magical beings They're not, Mm -hmm. they don't have the force abilities per se. So it's like the force's sister. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the whole thing with that is that um, that's where Ezra and Thrawn will be in the great beyond. Apparently, that's what they're trying. <laughs> At least that's what that's all rumors right now. But it's a concept that would be super interesting and would bring back the mysterious nature of the Force and how yes. that's how it was when Star Wars started. So it seems like they're learning their lessons a lot. But it's also Dave who's taking his sweet old time with this show and mm-hmm. i have a feeling it's gonna be a masterpiece to be i'd l- rather let him take his sweet old time yeah because yeah. there was uh as part of an interview or something that i saw a couple, couple weeks ago he was saying uh there's some things that they've shot for ahsoka that he's been thinking of like five years ago and like or more kind of mm-hmm. thing so like hearing that I'm like oh, i don't know if this is really good or if this is kind of like yeah more fan fiction kind of thing or have actually fan service but it could be like this whole show is fan service from what I'm hearing with some new elements of Star Wars added in but you know it's well I think the issue of fan service I'm kind of on the point of view of like there's no such thing as fan service until that service doesn't do anything for the story so, for example, when Luke shows up in the season two finale, I did not think that was fan service at all because it suits the story. Because who else is going to be around in that time for a Jedi? 
yeah who more like who's more capable of taking on a role like that um but now <laughs> i don't know what their plan with luke is anymore because the book of boba fett kind of puts the whole event on its head where it's like i think now it is more of a fan service thing to bring him in do his purpose and leave but even then it's like yeah now what because now it doesn't mean anything so i think really the boba fett book of boba fett was a lot of you know i'll just hold off for that until later i feel like the whole that whole show is kind of like fan service i feel like they're having this problem where like it's not they're coming they can come up with new content but it's too often like both star wars and marvel have this problem where they're kind of like wanting to fulfill like little plot points that we haven't gotten before or they're like putting in funny like offhand remarks to other movies and it's like okay yeah that's funny but like can we get new stuff like new stuff as in like just new timelines or yeah stuff marvel Marvel you can do that with but star wars i find is very difficult unless you jump like several hundred years in the past star wars hasn't been doing it too too much yet but like thor love and thunder was just like bro yeah um screaming goats it was just it was just fan service and i mean like the spider-man far from home was the (coughs) the same way no way kind of no way i'm sorry yeah in that like it had been hinted at oh like they're gonna be in the movie like probably like i don't know like are you in the movie not no i'm not yeah no Um, i haven't even got a call but i'm like what i'm trying to say is like i'd rather not see star wars do that yeah like it would be a multiversal thing it would be very hard to watch if they like yeah i don't know if they had if they had like random characters just come in and be like hey like as well i think i think the thing is that star wars has a lot more delicate of a kind of what is canon yeah and not because marvel's is marvel is so expansive yeah. like anything can and happen. it works because well it's cuz marvel's based off and comics and, and star wars is based well. off three movies yeah yeah and plus three exactly so i think star wars has to little, be a little bit more careful when they try to because what they make is true, regardless of how much we hate it. Well, dislike. well they got your legends. Sorry, dude. dislike it. My bad. <laughs> it's like for me, it's like everything that George. like everything that George did when he ran it, like put a stamp on it. So like the Darth Plagueis novel, for example, that's in terms of legends and Disney canon. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, George Lucas stamped on it to be canon. Yeah. When he ran it. So anything that he did when, during his time, I'm like, that is 100% canon for me. And I'm like, it's it's hard to really um, accept it, but it's like Disney stuff is canon too. And it's just, you have to learn how to accept it as what it is mm. to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, you don't have to watch them ever again. Like everyone's got their thing. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Like it's not that difficult. Unless Cody from three years ago is probably seething at hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I I guess, I guess that's to say, like, I'm excited to see, like, where Dave Filoni goes with his new shows. Because, like, we haven't, to my knowledge, we we do have, like, rumored movies coming out. Like, I think, what, who? Taika Waititi's maybe? Yeah. Taika Waititi. I think that 
to TD Wikiti. Taika Waititi. Um, I mean, I think that <laughs> he's good at making movies, but like, I, I think he just got yeah. he got asked to, to do something, and he's like, okay, I'll do it, and like, he, yeah. So in terms of this whole, this is just offhand question, but in terms of like the Marvel and Star Wars differences, you got Marvel, you've got the multiverse stuff and they can ex- expand all their stories and just take stuff from comics. Um, and the way that they've been able to do more storytelling is through the multiverse. And Star Wars has their own version of that multiverse idea through the world between worlds. And I'm like, if we're going to be tackling the world between worlds and Ahsoka. It's like, what do you guys think of that? Because this is almost like it could potentially be the start of that whole, anything yeah. could happen in the Star Wars universe. But, you know, I think this is a good time for them to actually be doing that because Ahsoka is not a Jedi. She's a force user and she's like, I guess more in tune with the force than other big name. Jedi. Why am I? Being Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this an emotional? T- <laughs> um, I I guess so, because like thinking about world between worlds, thinking of Ezra, like like he's like one of my favorite Jedi, and again, holy shit, dude. Um, but I think Ahsoka is like one of the best characters to actually like introduce the multiversal mm. quotation marks with the world between worlds. Because she's connected with Ezra, and Ezra's gone through the whole thing yeah. with Ahsoka. So she has that idea already. And she's connected with Obi-Wan and Anakin and, like, those Jedi. And she's also connected with the new characters, like Mando, uh, whatever, Din Djarin, and the other characters from uh, Rebels. So, yeah. like, she has this expansive... No- oh, yeah, and also Luke. She has, like, this expansive knowledge of... Like the universe, the galaxy itself, not just these couple planets here and there as shown in the movies. <laughs> Rip. But like th- one of the most um, developed characters we've seen in all of Star Wars, canon Star Wars, I don't know about Legends. Apart from not Legends. No, like uh, like of all the characters that oh, we know all, in Star Wars. She isn't Legends, yeah. no. Ahsoka's not in Legends. Sad. Like wh- like Vader is in canon, but he also has Legends comics. Yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of mean. But I actually think Ahsoka is the most developed character in all of Star Wars. Yeah, like she has that. arguably the most content. So I think she's she's gonna be. Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show might show this multiversal thing, or multiple timelines, I should say, mm. uh, from a more grounded point of view, mm. and like actually thinking through. If I do this, what will happen? Or if I do this, what will happen? Instead of Ezra just going and, oh, shit, this happened. Oh, I guess we got to go fix this now, which is pretty much Rebels, the yeah. entire show. <laughs> like, oh, we got to go get this, and then this happened, and this happened. But Yeah. I do think it would be really cool if they made a show or movie about, like, how the Republic was or like how sorry how the uh alliance or rebel alliance was formed because we kind of get little like little uh flex and spots of like rogue one and um now 
uh, and or and I think we're gonna get that. what have you. But the most concrete like storyline we have for that is actually um, Force Unleashed. Because in the Force Unleashed, if you haven't remember playing it, um, I've played both, but it's been a while. He's uh, Galen Merrick is one of the people that like yeah. brings all of like Mon Mothma, mm-hmm. uh, Leia. Saw? I don't know. Not Saw. No. Saw Gerrera is not part of the... Uh, there's there's a bunch of other people, but... Bale? One, uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I'm just kind of... Saying but names that are there's part like, of the there's a bunch of There's a bunch of senators and like leaders of uh, sects that come together in the one spot uh, and like talk about forming a rebel alliance. And that's in Force Unleashed. And we don't like see that anywhere else. We know it exists because uh, 4, 5, and 6 like show us that it exists. And we know that it's present in seven, eight, and nine because four, five, and six told us that. But we don't like we don't really have that much story other than Force Unleashed and maybe some comics on how it actually formed and like where they went from that. Yeah. There is a deleted scene in episode three that actually shows Padme, Bail Organa, Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma. There we go. And there's a couple other uh, couple other senators in there that they talk about forming a rebel alliance. Yeah. And I guess what you're probably hinting at is just like expanding that kind of aftermath of that, which I think which I think Andor is going to start doing. Yeah. To be honest, I think Andor I, is that show. I do agree. Um, because like, I don't really think there's too much. Some substance you can take from a storyline like that it's you're gonna get a lot more of a story coming from like the empire is the big bad and you gotta fight against it versus like just forming a rebel alliance which i guess you could do in that empire is the big bad kind of storyline so you can probably do the combination of both yeah. i but do I suppose don't it's kind of like reusing content think. Um, I do suppose it's kind of like reusing content because it's like the Empire's bad mm-hmm. and like they're th- going to be the bad guys and that's kind of like the premise of the Skywalker saga and like they don't really want to do that again <laughs> but maybe Andor will change that. I hope they do. But yeah, um, yeah no, because we get like episode four, there's like there's a Rebel Alliance. Rogue One, there's a Rebel Alliance. Cool. So everybody that comes in watching these movies is like, oh, it's pre-existing, but we don't have an origin story. No, it's because George Lucas was focusing on the Skywalkers, yeah. not the other characters behind them or the su- supporting characters, actors, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> it started so simple. It's turned into this like just yeah. mass. Telling the story of how the rise and fall and rise of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And that's the basis of Star Wars, how it started, four, five, six, one, two, three. And then Dave and other people just started adding on and adding on. So now we have this. And now we're talking about multi timelines <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, other characters that have never been seen before. Yeah. It's like the multi multiverse timeline things. It's like I think Going back to uh, like Marvel is just super expansive, and then Star Wars with their world between worlds, it's like there should be, at least just in my opinion, there should be some like rule sets that only certain characters can do it. 
because obviously we've seen Ezra and Ahsoka run through and we've heard, we heard so many lines from like episode one and episode seven and all that stuff. <clears throat> mm. So with that in mind, it's like, well, you've got ah- Ahsoka and Ezra and I guess technically the daughter being in the more eye form. Um, and then Darth Sidious was almost able to get in through his Sith alchemy. Mm-hmm. So it's just with those like only the the most powerful beings should be able to do that, and I think well I think Ezra Ezra's power status is still to be discovered because he kind of stumbled across it and is able to figure it out in the yeah. rebels. But there was a rule like I'm, and I'm just paraphrasing here, but when Ezra goes back in time before Ahsoka and Ezra start running around, he goes back to the duel of Malachor and pulls Ahsoka out before Vader kills her. Mm-hmm. And the only way that Ahsoka could return to the known galaxy was that if she stayed away for X amount of years. And then she came back to where she like met Mando and Luke and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's like if you do that, if a character is going to do that, it's like they're almost expelled from the known galaxy for a certain amount of time. And I think those rules have to be in place because Star Wars is so much more of a delicate mm-hmm. storyline than Marvel is that if you start just tossing the world between worlds, like it's just like a Frisbee, it's just, <laughs> you're going to run into so many complications. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they feel about that though. Like, they so rebels hint uh, world between worlds hinted at it, um, but like if that is the basis of the Ahsoka show, I think I would be worried. Almost, like because then they're gonna maybe start including it more, and maybe that's like giving them a reason to use it more. And then that's why I think with him with Cody, it should be limited to certain people. Yeah, where it's like. I don't want Mando in there. No, just that makes no. Oh no, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for him. Like a character no. with, like a linear storyline, should stay like that. Like in this case for Mandalorian or Din, but like for Ezra and Ahsoka, like to me that makes sense. Partly because it's happened before, but it's like those are the two characters to me that like it makes sense that they would do this kind of thing. Well, I think it comes down to, with the world between worlds, is that Ahsoka. And Ezra are both, like, not explicitly Jedi. They're kind of just their own thing. Uh, and then Sidious... Not a great Jedi, because those not, don't exist. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're just Force users. And I think there is a place for that kind of Force ability to be in the Star Wars galaxy, where you're not explicitly Jedi, you're not explicitly Sith. Like, even Cal, <clears throat> like, it would make sense for him to go into the world of worlds to me. Maybe like not like whatever yeah but i think yeah i think the character has to experience some sort of like realization that the jedi way was not the correct way because i think there's a lot of like ahsoka is definitely on that line where she just left because she's like this isn't right uh ezra never really grew up in the jedi so he just kind of took the force as his own thing so it's like with you have you have those two characters that kind of run around the world between worlds it's like you have to have a knowledge of the force and not just like the Jedi or the Sith. So with Sidious being and being like 
as wise as he is and he figures it out that this is a thing the i think the reason why he couldn't enter is because he's still like holding on to that sith side so it's like he's able to tap into like just the force itself as like a general thing but he's not able to really enter because he's so like filled with rage and hatred just like the sith how they are right so which i think is the reason why he's able to look into it but not go in and i think that should be kind of a one of the rules of the rule between worlds where it's like you cannot be all jedi because jedi is very dogmatic and narrow Mm -hmm. and sith being a sith is like very self uh they're just gonna fuck it up yeah you can even see with that world between worlds he's just trying to get them for himself and it's almost like himself, the world between himself. worlds has to be its own mind in a way which is probably what they're going to introduce with ahsoka show of I this different thing so magic or and it's like you can only it's almost like you can only enter it depending on your intentions yeah so like sidious would go back and just wreak havoc which is why i never let him enter and someone like Ahsoka would be like, and Ahsoka and Ezra being on the same thing would be like they wouldn't do it for their own good, kind of thing. If that makes sense. Mm. So I just have like one, like a little, little tiny rabbit hole. So I, uh, you said you said the uh, uh, world between worlds, and that like on Wikipedia that came up as into the great unknown, which is a ten-page non-canon comic into story. The and this is a really, really funny plot story. Uh, it's just a little funny. Uh, it's not canon. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Han Solo and Chewbacca pilot their starship uh, blindly into hyperspace and end up crashing in planet Earth's Pacific Northwest. <laughs> what? Yes. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Told you. So, so, canon. so Solo is attacked We're and canon. killed by a group of Native Americans. <laughs> and 126 la- uh, years later is discovered. His skeleton is discovered by Indiana Jones. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Who is in fact searching for the Sasquatch? Who is Chewbacca? <laughs> um, what is going on? It, here? it. <laughs> two characters portrayed on film by Harrison. It's <laughs> uh, really funny, but it's all somehow familiar. <laughs> Indiana Jones is sitting there, and he's like looking at Hansel, and he's like, "This is familiar." <laughs> so it was, was a little funny but yeah it was a comic okay book. but like uh, which han solo like harrison ford han solo or i would assume so the uh younger harrison ford is 2004 comic oh yeah definitely harrison okay ford. yeah yeah but just a little funny it even has the the the, the um font for in the indiana jones comic or the <laughs> yeah that's so funny that's a little funny it's dark horse comics too yeah that's hilarious That's so. That's pretty. Funny. I don't even know how to react to that. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. I think Liam really wants to talk about Ultron. Well, I just don't know as much about Star yeah. Wars as you guys. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here like, what is the world between worlds? What the frick are you guys talking about? <laughs> but uh, here, I'll do. We want. I'll show you. Play do the clip of the scene. I'll, I'll show you a picture and then find a clip as well. Um, do we want to go into Andor though, finish Star Wars, and then do Marvel? I feel like that's not a bad idea. This is uh, what it looks like. It's like Rainbow Road. And then Mario each Kart. of these <laughs> is like a portal to a different 
timeline. So this one is well, a timeline. I'd say it's more whatever. Just easiest yeah. to say is a timeline. Yeah. So like this one is Ezra Bridger from Rebels. This is from Rebels. Um, mm, looking here. in at um, so the the whole road is a Star Wars timeline. Each portal is an event. Uh, yeah. yeah. So okay. this is Ahsoka and Vader fighting on Malachor. I couldn't remember whether or not it had like different outcomes, which I don't think it did. Like, he, like Ezra so didn't like weird. look into a portal and see all the Jedi like thriving or something. No, which is super interesting because it's like with Ahsoka being pulled out, it's like, and then her not being a part of the original trilogy time, it's like. To me, that screams like it's almost like the Watcher concept, where mm-hmm. someone's taking care of the timelines, mm-hmm. uh, the timeline, and then he th- there's a plan for Ahsoka to leave through the world between worlds, which is why she's not part of it. Every time somebody changes the timeline, that timeline that got changed, or like the 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 original timeline stays the same, but whatever the branch it just gets cut off. That's that's bit as uh, is part of the TVA. <laughs> that I think that's how it works because uh, to keep to keep the, um, the t- to keep the timeline pure, um, the original time. the original timeline, and to not like because then people could be like uh, in the future maybe maybe Star Wars decides they don't want to have seven eight and nine anymore, and they make a movie about the um, shit. World Between Worlds. World Between Worlds. Oh, I can't remember anything. That sounds like um, the easiest way to get rid of yeah, yeah. shit that you messed up on. Exactly. Marvel. Multiverse, <laughs> 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 yes. boom. <laughs> Thank you. All of gentlemen, all of we got him. Uh, Iron Man died. Uh, okay. How do you think Let's X-Men rebooted their series like three times? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to pause the recording so that we're not recording this. I'm just going to show them a clip of World Between Worlds. Yeah. We only, when the thing shut down on Malachor, uh, that's where it cuts off, and then we follow Ezra and the other characters. Yeah. So then this is the first time we see Ahsoka and Vader fighting. Uh, so like, this okay. is, Ezra's storyline, timeline continues on. Ahsoka's over here, yeah. Ezra here. So he continues, he's in the world between worlds, which he's, like, off his timeline, whatever. And then he's walking around, and then he sees Ahsoka's timeline. Mm-hmm. So he's watching at the same time, you know, and then he picks her off. Okay, but one question with that. So you say if you're in the world between worlds, you disappear in the timeline. Easiest way to think of it, I'd say. But why is he here, but then he was also in the other scene? Well, so in that season two finale, what kind of goes on is that the door shuts, and then at the end of the episode kind of like a end credit but not an end credit it's the last scene of the thing where ahsoka is just kind of walking by herself away from everything mm-hmm. so and then he comes and then ezra and stuff they kind of just grow up because they think he's she's dead okay. so he's like grows up and then they discover this world between worlds thing and then <laughs> It's very paraphrased right now because I completely forget exactly what happens. But there's like uh, a reference to the Clone Wars where they have the father, son, and daughter, and they right. crack yep. open the portal yeah. and they get in because with the with the father, son, and daughter, they're kind of like the pure embodiments of the Force, right? Yeah. So entering that portal when he's much older, he stumbles across that old timeline, and 
it's almost like one of those things where you cannot interact with your past self. Mm. Like it's a very classic time travel thing. Yeah. Where it's like you cannot interact with your previous self. And mm. it kind of works in that way because the door shuts as he looks in. Uh, and you can't, like, no one, like, Vader, obviously, with the way it's portrayed, it's like Vader can't see Ezra mm-hmm. because he's just sitting there on the other side of the world between worlds. Mm-hmm. And when he's falling, Ahsoka's being grabbed, so there's no way he's going to be able to see him. Yeah. Hmm. Which is why it's not a thing in the original trilogy because Sidious is doing his own thing in the background where he's yeah. doing it himself. And Vader has no idea this is a thing. Hmm. Even though he's like, <laughs> even though his previous Padawan was just pulled out. Uh, yeah. Have you seen um, Harry Potter, oh. Prisoner of Azkaban? Nope. Okay. Uh, in that movie, they have a, they have a, movie. <laughs> um, Hermione gets a time turner necklace so that she can attend more classes at the same time. That happened at the same time. So mm-hmm. she goes to divinate, uh, whatever. She goes to, let's see, dark arts at the same time as divination. So she goes to that class, goes to the whole class, and then goes after the end of the class. She goes, turns the time turner back to when the classes started. So now at that point, there's two Hermione's, but she cannot interact with like anyone in that area where the first Hermione is. Right. So that she can go to class divination at the same time, which is where um, Ron and Harry are. So at that time, there's two Hermione's existing at the same time, but it's for Hermione, it's one timeline, right? Yeah, because she's continuing on. Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, um, Harry, spoiler alert, <laughs> Harry and Hermione have to go back in time, and then he, Harry ends up saving himself, but the original Harry doesn't see who saved him, so that's how it makes sense. Hmm. And um, the people, Hermione and Harry cannot interact with um, what they see in front of them, like the, their, themselves. So in that way, it still makes sense for the whole story to continue on. Because yeah. at first, when we first walked, <clears throat> up until the point um, Hermione and Harry uh, go both go underneath the necklace and turn time, we just see it as, oh, something happened mysterious over there, something happened over here. And then it kind of explains what happened mm. okay. with that. Yeah. So like in this instance... Uh, Ezra in the world between worlds is looking through the portal mm-hmm. as like um, kind of like a camera in a movie where you mm-hmm. where you were watching it, but the characters can't see the camera kind of Third thing. Third person point of view. Yeah. yeah. So once the door closes, then technically he can't interact with um, Ahsoka and Vader. Okay. But when he does, Vader's already falling. Yeah. When he grabs Ahsoka. Right. That's when so connects. No, no one has any yeah. idea that. Or Vader has no idea. Ahsoka discovers it, but because she's already in the world between worlds, it's irrelevant anymore. Yeah, because she's mm. out of the timeline. Because she's the so at that point, Ezra and Ahsoka are the only people that know about it until like a couple minutes later in the episode or the next one or whatever when, um, when Sidious when Sidious finds alchemy and trying to right. trying to he use them to get in. Yeah, but then he doesn't tell anyone else. Yeah, okay. but it's also Sidious. He doesn't tell shit. Yeah, he's got his own thing going on. That's how they stay powerful. Yeah, yeah. Me, 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 me. Anyways, me, me, this me. is the photo of me, 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 the portal that Ezra goes through, the father, son, and father, son, and daughter. Like, did you watch neutral, the good, and bad? Did I watch the witch? The Mortis arc? I don't think so. Cody. Well, <laughs> you know what you must you do. You know what you must do. <laughs> 
I know it must too, but I don't know. It's a series of episodes in the Clone Wars about um, (laughs) the nature of good and evil in the Force. Basically, the chosen one problem. I feel like you've told me about it. It, That's not the one where Luke or. uh, Not Luke. Or. uh, Is it Anakin? Anakin? Yeah. Who goes through it where there's like. One represents like the good, like the dark side, light side. Yeah. And like. Basically proving yeah. that Anakin is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like you've explained that to me. I don't think we watched it, but you explained it to me. Good. But I tried. This one smells good. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. You, could, you can look back in the playthrough. It's fine. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> All right, which one do we want to talk about next? Um, well, let's do Andor because we're on Star Wars right now. We're on Star Wars right now. So, try not to fall asleep. No, I know a bit about this one. Oh. <laughs> That's not as cool as, an intro, as a transition. <laughs> Dang. Yep. Deal with it. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Feel it in my bones, I go. Oh, Alright, that's uh, something big is feeling happening. Out of my control. <laughs> <laughs> Push and pull, and then it's scrapping me. Feel uh, it in my bones, I go. Don't get me to sing so. All right, let's talk about some Ander. I can't swim. <laughs> I can't swim. That was like one Gosh, of my favorite verses. So sad. Andy Circus. no. <laughs> Kino Loy's like orchestrates the whole thing, and then he's like, I can't swim. <laughs> it's like, go, be free. <laughs> or like everybody in the show just keeps saying schedule. Schedule. Holy According crap. According to the schedule, uh, Holy crap. you're supposed to be. I don't know. Like now, I'm questioning. Like, am I saying schedule wrong? No. Just like, just like, is it microwave or microwave? If if you, if yeah, when when you're Cody, British, it's just it's literally just us talking every normal day, and then we say something, and we just like, hmm, what if I said it this way? Also, yeah, that's right. Calling that's pop right. soder, <laughs> soder, instead Motor. of soda or pop, just call it soder. But motor, um, shit. When 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 my British science professor says H instead of H, I want to strangle somebody. But you just H so that? <laughs> no, the PH level. Shit. <laughs> punch somebody. So Andor. Andor. It's Cassian Andor. Andor, not Andor. It's Andor. Oh my goodness, I could like shoot myself hearing these pronunciations. Do it. You won't. Dead ass. <laughs> No cap for real, for real. I hate myself so much. (laughs) Bro, you put Hmm? Yeah, it's all crinkly. You're all crinkly. You ever think about that? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) All the time, actually. One of my favorites is I'm a simple man making his way in the universe. I'll find that for you real quick. Can you say that again? <laughs> simple man. Making his way. Making his way. It's a simple man making his way in the universe. <laughs> Jeez. Here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, best. 
I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. And now your version of it? I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said the universe, you're like, universe. <laughs> make his way in the universe. Oh, uh, here's a good one. Can you guess what this one is? <laughs> Suga. <laughs> Suga. Three. No, yes. that's, mm. that's the droid thing at the end. Mm. Midwife. Mm. Son, daughter, whatever. Luke. You did. Yes. Okay, now you're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that. Yeah. No, I was kidding. I had a different transition on here. I'm like, that doesn't sound as good. Because, like. That's a little bit too intense. I know. Because it sounds more like a tedious. I mean, there's also this one. Oh, that's it. You did. Sorry. Just, uh... Okay, let's talk about <laughs> and I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you have to go? Not like now. But... Disc golfing. No. You're not coming disc golfing? No. Oh, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Because I've had plans made all week. Can't so. Okay, anyways. Let's go. Girlfriend. Hey, do you have a girlfriend, Aiden? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, as soon as the New Year starts, it's going right back down to once a week. So yeah, I'm taking uh, yeah. You know what? You know what? Right I, I I support that. What's going to once a week? Dates. Just hanging out to, with Abby. Oh, like because of school. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Ander, <laughs> let's get back on schedule. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what did? You guys think of the show overall? Let's just jump in, hmm. straight in. I thought it was kind of slow. Today. Right into the water at the prison. I thought it was kind of slow, to be honest. In my opinion, I don't know. I thought there were a lot of parts that could have been kind of cut and could have been a lot shorter and still had the same amount of impact. For example. Um, like just all the scenes when they're like in the shops and that <laughs> kind of stuff and talking, there were like parts where it was like three minutes yeah. of talking and it's like, I don't really think that the, besides the diehard fans, the audience is looking for that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I think this well, show like was less of a fan service, Pardon? but in the prison, in the prison and also on, um, the main place where they live. Like the main place at the end, where, where the, Marva and yeah, Bix, Barracks. where Bix live yes. and yeah. I was gonna say Narkina Five, like no, that's a prison. That's so, I guess I have, like, I I do agree, but like when thinking about it, like, uh, in terms of like critical thinking, like um, story building, such and such, um, they they. Filmmakers most often have a reason for having a scene in there. We might not like understand it. Sometimes they don't, and that's it's like it's kind of hard to like pick out which ones matter and which ones don't. But it's regardless, like when a show is this slow, I kind of like get the 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 back in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, so this will matter eventually. They're setting up something. There's probably going to be season two. Um, but then you have to think about it. Like, okay, so. I'm thinking about, is this character going to come back? Um, 
the reason for this character might be to uh, provide impact uh, on Andor's thinking somehow. So like uh, Bix, Bix is the girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like she matters because um, Cassian cares about her, and he'll like do anything for her. <clears throat> and then like there's other characters like uh, one of the guys from the prison, where like we kind of like see him talk a bunch. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, who? Andy Circus. Kino Loy. Kino. 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 Where we got a lot of kind of like character building for him and like he's breaking out of like his uh, mental confines and like this prison that uh, has been built around him in his mind because he's been told to do this a certain way for X amount of years. And he finally breaks free and he just can't swim. Like, (laughs) like there's there's I feel like there's going to be something more there. We're going to see him again. That's my theory. But there's always a reason we get character building um whether it's building another character which is sometimes hard to see we're like what's the point of this character like a supporting actor like a supporting like a actor supporting character yeah secondary character like why 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 is he here but i do have to say that i did really like the the long parts where like say sorry where like say mon mothma she's talking to her husband in the vehicle I do like those parts because those really do tell like the political part, and that's kind of what like Cody was really excited for about yeah. this series, the pol- the politics of it. And so I did appreciate that, yeah. but also when you have long talking moments, it kind of it's a break from the action because if you had a movie with a hundred percent action. That's a trash movie. Yeah, it's a trash movie. It's garbage because you have no. Like, I see you judging Lucas. Like to a, to a point though, you know what no, I'm no, saying? No. Yes, yes. I was just trying to think of a movie that I was just nonstop action. There's there's but literally like, no the talking. First, the first. Fighting. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say Bullet Train, which is a lot of action, mm-hmm. but there's some calm parts. So. Hmm. But like, Great so movie. so like, I I do I do appreciate the spaces. I just think they had a few too many of them. Yeah. No show is perfect, so like no, you'll course. yeah you'll have that. Um, but I definitely think that like a show kind of sets the the tone of the like the the first episode or like the first couple episodes kind of set the tone. And I mean, you can change that, but like if you're not keeping with the um the format and you're not like sticking to the certain way you're doing the episodes, and you like change it up, viewers will be like, what? The yeah. What is happening oh, here? Totally. Like one episode's about politics, and then the next episode, there's just like a full blown war. The whole, the whole, the whole episode, and you're not cutting back to these other characters. And like that's another thing with these shows is that like it's following different characters, and like that will set mm-hmm. mood differences in the show, <clears throat> and they do it. I I'd, I'd say quite well, but there's definitely some shows that don't do it well. Yeah, what you're just saying about changing following different character storylines i was i'm watching like the lord of the rings right now i've got like the last half of the third movie left and like the balancing between each storyline like aragorn and uh, legolas and gimli and then uh frodo and sam and mm-hmm. gandalf and pippin like there's so many different storylines in this overarching story similar to andor 
that there's like there's one with lots of action and then there's some calm and there's one with lots of calm and then some action here and there and then there's one that's kind of like this tense the entire time yeah yeah which is i think like a good way to balance it like they're trying they're going back and forth between these two yeah and it keeps like an overall mood of the whole show or the whole movie whatever as a whole as a, like overarching yeah well that's that is true because like the political side was like all mon mothma yeah and that is how you say her name right yeah, yeah. oh what what well, the I other mean, guy's it name could also be mommy mothma but <laughs> what the no the um not his I'm not interested no 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 the character the character the other guy's name uh who the guy that hired andor I would say oh, that it's kind of political. Luthen? Luthen, I'd say. Luthen Ryle. Some of his uh, point, mm-hmm. like the scenes with him were political. He he yeah. was a combination. I think he was the center point between political and yeah. chaos. <laughs> well, you could see from Rebellion, his, sorry. Yeah, you could see from his character, his in-character wardrobe change, too. Mm-hmm. Like when he, without the wig on, he's like very more serious and all that stuff. Yeah. And then with the wig on in the storefront, he's got like putting on a front in the storefront. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sorry, I, I like that concept where it's just a an, an artifacts dealer, and he's mm-hmm. also Bro. just happens to be the artifacts in there. Oh. Yeah. Part of the rebellion. Oh, so many. <laughs> so many. Yeah. That can be an like, episode in itself. <laughs> yeah. I do like how they kind of. Like they, oh, it's not not racism, but like, um, <laughs> oh, no, the a hate. Great way to start. By the the, the this like the marginalization of um characters. Segregation. Like, like civilians. Like he's Andor's a civilian esque ask. Yeah. Um, but he's like he's just a tourist. In yeah, like it's it's literally they're oh. it's the police picking up random people off the street and yeah. going, "You're bad." Yeah, and. I kind of, I, I kind of like that, that they're showing that in Star Wars because I mean, like, it happens, like, it happens today for us too. Yeah, but it happened to the white boy instead. Yeah, which, yeah, it, it, yeah, like the they're they're just like focusing on the um, oh, I hate forgetting words, the injustice of like the court system. They're like, ah, six years, bam, I, I'm a tourist. Like what? So like this goes back to our uh, yeah at this point our last episode <laughs> at the beginning of December no second yeah okay the last episode that has been released because mm. we recorded one after but I'm like there's nothing good in here anyways uh, we talked about Andor Andor Lego and politics that one Andor sorry Andor Lego Legos and politic. Uh, when I mentioned a post, <laughs> <laughs> a post from St- Fancy Star Wars, and it says, um, seven examples of real-world politics seen in Andor. Yeah. Raci- racism yeah. and racial profiling, male-dominant fields, in- inhumanity, oppression, police brutality, and injustice, safety, quotation marks, uh, and this dude, <laughs> uh, Mon Mon was... Uh, hubby. Hubby. So, yeah, like this Lubby. is Star Wars is not Star Wars about politics. Yeah, but really, considering that it says war in the title, but Ooh. it's fine. We don't have to have any politics. You tell them at all. It's fine. I have a question: Is Vel Sartha Mon Mothma's 
Cousin, sister, sister, pretty sure. Sister, uh, sister. sister. No. Yeah. Sister. sister. Overall, I think I give this like a solid eight. I think I think so too. Solid eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some things that could be added or changed or like, but I can't do anything about it. I'm I'm giving it an eight for the reason of just with the shows that came before. Yeah. Just because, like, when you when you're dealing with legacy characters so poorly, mm-hmm. it's just it's so frustrating. We're talking about Boba, it, right? Um, dealing with all, all of them. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, like, everything. I forgot right? about Obi. Um, well, exactly. Right? <laughs> but it's just, and then you get a show like this that decided to like slow things down, really expand on the lore and, or on the storylines, and really start to set something up. Which mm-hmm. at the end of the season, it's like. Yeah, season two is gonna. I think it's gonna really start picking up from here, which is cool. Which is really cool because that <laughs> is gonna be over a course of like four years or something. Yeah. So like every like I think three episodes is gonna be one year. So it could be like a time jump. Oh, yeah. oh really? Something like that. Huh. So like it's gonna. It's there's a lot of story to tell within a lot of years, but it has to go quickly because oh, it's happening like right before. I oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were talking about it's going to take four years to finish like the show. No. Like three episodes, then wait a year. No. <laughs> release three episodes. Oh, no. Like, no. No, season two is going to be over the course, I think, of four years, paraphrasing, oh, wow. of four years. And then each, there's going to be like a group of episodes covering a year because yeah. it has to compound and then yeah. right before Rogue One. Something like that. But it's just like it just if when I was watching it, it kind of it felt like they gave a shit. Yeah, and it's just something I haven't felt at all since Disney took over, except for maybe season seven of Clone Wars. Yeah, which is Dave Filoni, Tales of the Jedi, yeah. ironically ran <laughs> by Dave Filoni. It's just there's some people who know the essence of Star Wars and people who don't, and it's just the people who ran book. I mean, Book of Boba Fett can be argued it was rushed in production because they yeah. needed a show because of behind the scenes drama. But at the same time, it's like they really should have just taken their time with everything because yeah. it's quality over quantity when it comes to Star Wars. Again, this this also goes back to what I was saying before. Like, I want to get away from the Skywalkers and focus more on like the secondary background characters, which this is doing so very well. Yeah, I I mean I honestly like the pacing of the show. I get that it's very it's very slow pace, but as someone who can sit through <laughs> something like Rings of Power, no problem, because that one's also really slow too. Mm-hmm. Or still haven't seen it. Or uh, Lord of the Rings, which is like the extended editions, which are four hours long, and I only watch the extended. And okay. I can sit through that, no problem. It's just like there's some things that just like the pacing of th- of things, I I can handle slow. Um, it's just when, especially when you combine that feeling of like I feel like they care. Mm-hmm. Again, finally, and it makes it makes that pace a lot easier because you're, it's very forgiving when it's like, oh, it's a little bit slow, but like, it's still it's, there's still a lot more care than like Obi Wan, which is like, go go go, let's go run after this ten year old girl who can somehow outrun four grown men. And it's just like, <laughs> here you know? we go. <laughs> it's just yeah, it, it it's a lot more realistic in a way realistic in the storytelling and also literally visually like yeah. with the location because they're it, filming on location instead of just in a studio like sure there's lots of times where they're shooting in studio because that's 
what they're going to have to do. But for quite a lot of it, they're out in the mountains. <coughs> and that's what makes it more real. Like, they're filming on real locations with some CGI enhancement. Like, I think it was the Ferrari or McLaren or something like headquarters or McLaren. something like that. McLaren, yeah. It's the only thing I know. And it's like so th- that they turned into part of Coruscant, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So They what? They turned McLaren headquarters, like McLaren F1 teams headquarters, into Coruscant. Or is that Coruscant. Coruscant. cannot even. That's how your brother says it. Coruscant. Oh, Coruscant. Ah, Coruscant. The C's. Nah, I don't know. It's, it's oh, yeah. I nah, don't know why sense. they would pay so much money because I guarantee they paid a lot of money to McLaren yes. to film there. But it's like. I didn't. Funny thing, because I didn't see any McLarens in the. <laughs> Unless that's what that That's what Mod Motha was sitting in the back of. It's McLaren. Tian is getting me the Lego set. The McLaren F1 Lego set for no, dude. Valentine's Day. All right, you showed me that. Who is? Tiana. What a... <laughs> a G. <laughs> <laughs> How much does that cost? I'm looking it up right 260. now. $260. I mean... Happy would shoot me if I bought her something. <laughs> I'm spending Holy like... Sh- 250 I think I'm spending like. I have a ring on order. I think it's like. Excuse me. Three hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> oh, you weren't there on ring. Christmas Day. <laughs> no, a, I wasn't. We were no. playing that uh, that whatever that drawing game. Illustrations. Yeah, draw illustrations. Whatever it was. Telestrations. Telestrations. <laughs> draw illustrations. <laughs> and Kiana had picked the word uh, ring, ring finger, something like that, and then. She was sitting beside Liam, so they had to pass it, and then Liam had to guess what it was. It was a ring. <laughs> Everyone like hit, 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 hit. Uh, <laughs> it's like hell no. <laughs> uh, this is more like a promise ring. It's a promise ring, yeah. I promise. I promise. It's a pinky swale. Pinky square. <laughs> pinky square. Is that a pinky promise? <laughs> Shit, that. <laughs> oh baby, a pinky promise. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have my heart forever. Okay. Oh, um, what arcs? Yeah. What arcs of the other show did you enjoy or not enjoy? Um, I love the prison. Yes, yeah, I, I think, think I think that was the best arc. I was such a big fan. Like, even just like the talking moments. It's just like it just shows that the empire has that all oh, the the fear of the empire. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. whole premise of it. It's just like it's fear based. It's not skill based. No, exactly because like the the prison it's very undermanned if you will like there's not enough guards and that kind of stuff there because they're they expect like people are just yeah they don't expect people to be stupid enough because they think they're dependent on afraid of them yeah only 12 for four yeah they're dependent on fear yeah so it's just like with all those the all their little plotting and the parts they're making obviously connecting to the post-credit scene at the end um it's just it's really cool to figure that out or to add that into lore because it's just like prisoners were making the Death Star. It's like, no wonder the Death Star is made so fast because it's like yeah. there's so many prisons out there mm-hmm. just on that planet, right? And it's just if everyone's making a different section, there's what, how many thousands of prisoners in that room? Oh, yeah. In that whole thing, right? Yeah. How many different levels and how many actually different buildings there are? Because yeah. we, when we, we got like... Not a close up, but we got like that scene where they're flying the ship Bird's in, eye. and we saw more than one. 
Like each one of those could be building a different part. Hold up, I didn't see the book credit scene. Does it explain that they're building for the Death Star? No. All oh, those, wait, what? All yeah. those, all those parts. Yeah, all the, all their. their wait, did I guess right? Sorry. Yes, you did. You yes. Yeah. Okay, if you haven't seen it, then just um, Lucas King can just pull it up. Yeah. Um, then, uh, yeah. Let me see the Because I listened to a bit of the last episode and. Let's get to one of the parts by accident. Uh, when you were saying, uh, Lucas, can you guess what those parts are for? I'm like maybe like ATATs or something like that. And he's like, and then you were saying, oh, I'm thinking Death Star parts. I'm thinking. Yes. And what do you know, dude? <laughs> Sad it. Wait, I didn't see this. How did I not see this? This is scene four. Robots building in the desktop. That's crazy. Not. I completely missed that. <laughs> Do you see how big the Death Star is? Uh, and then you go back and see how big these parts are compared yeah. to how big they were <laughs> in yeah, they were like the prison. This wide. Like the and they're the only table. for the laser. Yeah. It's only for the shield. Yeah. For the laser. Yeah. Crazy, and each of those connecting parts were like the size of this table, like yeah. six feet. Whew. Which is I nuts. I felt so like bad, that old dude. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, yeah. As soon as I saw him starting to struggle, I was like, yep, he finally, did. he did. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Well, he was struggling from the beginning. But yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Lucas, you were just crying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, there's a difference between. Uh, never mind. Never mind. I was. You're just digging yourself into death. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop. That's fine. Little bitch. Stop while you're ahead, basically. Mm? Stop while you're ahead, basically. Oh, he's not ahead. I'm not no. ahead. Oh. <laughs> stop while you're behind. <laughs> so you don't I'm get further struggling. behind. Kind of like one step forward, two steps back. It's like I'm half small, a step but forward, I can 18 steps back. I thought it was two steps forward, one step back. No, that's if you want to get ahead. Get ahead slightly. Yeah. But you just want to fall behind. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have a day and a half to change that. So, One of my favorite parts of the show is on Aldani. Aldani. Uh, episode six, The Eye. When we got. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even just like episode six mm. itself. That was Whoa. wild. The setup, like that's I like I like that arc for the setup of for stealing the ship and all the credits. I think they're called the Mooney, the Mooney, Moolah, the Moolah, the Moolah. That's money. Yeah, money, 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 money. Uh, that whole money. the eye was just this. <clears throat> I quit. <laughs> also, uh, Rick's Road last. Yep. Yeah, yeah, episode 12 with the whole uh, funeral procession. That's cool. Yes. That a lot of I'm people. pretty sure originally it was supposed to say fuck the Empire, but then they had to change it to fight the Empire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that would have been. Think so. <laughs> they were going to have it in there. And then. What's the, what's the idea behind them turning the people into bricks? Part of the ship, part of the crew. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the. Pirates of the Caribbean, you know? 
No, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Damn. I want to hop into one more question before I run out, run away from you guys. Yes, he's running away. Um, so with a show like Andor, do you think it's important to bring in legacy characters, especially no. during this time? No. No. It's not. No, I I think that they shouldn't touch legacy characters. Like, or maybe not legacy characters, but characters we've seen before, so like Frenek or oh, Morgan okay. or. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with that because that attracts people to watching the show. I think uh, I saw Tarkin. I was like, "Oh no, not Tarkin!" I think it's uh, more like Jedi. If you do bring a Jedi into this, it's kind of like yeah, in a way, fan service. What's his name? Yularen. Thank you. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't remember anything. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. I wanted to strangle him and throw him off a bridge. Nice. Nice. Traitor. Well, it's like. I could see that prison thing because Tarkin hasn't been or Tarkin, Krennic hasn't been promoted yet mm. because he gets he almost gets promoted because of the Death Star, but Tarkin takes that over and basically kills him. But uh, Krennic doesn't get promoted yet, so it's like he's probably at the position where something like the prison incident could uh, could have the Empire telling him to telling Krennic to go in and investigate. So it's like we could probably see uh, Krennic come back. And then if Krennic is being a poo and fails, bring in like Tarkin, and then he can probably step up a little mm-hmm. bit, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, as much as I would love to see Vader and like kind of what he's in at this point in time, it's like I don't really want to see him. Yeah, yeah. But if he's gonna be in there, I don't want to see a lightsaber like activated. I just want to see him in the background and like having the political side. Like, what is Vader to the other officers? Besides, like, a big, scary guy in black armor. Someone who's going <laughs> to strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, in the original trilogy, like, Vader's running, like, commands, right? He's running, like, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, on Hoth, he ran, like, the the ground operation. He gra- he ran, like, the AT-AT stuff, right? So it's like, he's... Uh, we can't forget that he used to be Anakin Skywalker, who is also a military leader. Yeah. So it's like, if, if Vader is to come into the show to play that military leader role i don't want to see any red lightsaber i just want to see him pulls out a blue lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) so like so like what you're talking about is like don't try to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways lord vader that kind of thing like that relationship of between the officers and sith lord basically that's that'd be that's just something that we haven't really seen all that much of so it's like having that and tarkin also has the authority over vader so it's like if Vader wanted to go out and deal with himself, Tarkin just like puts him in his place like, nah. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Yes. In terms of other Force users, absolutely not. Maybe you can get someone like Palpatine because his name was dropped a few times. See, that makes more sense, though. If they have Sidious... Not like... A big plot point per se, but like a small cameo that kind of like, oh, this happened in this time. Yeah. Similar to what you were saying before. Yeah. Because like we're still in like the Skywalker timeline. So it's like, what is the main Skywalker dealing with in this time? Or it's like, I, I get the, of like avoiding the Skywalkers would be a nice thing, a nice change. But I think if, if you're going to be dealing with anything in between episodes one and six, you, kind of need to have that input 
of like this is where this character's at in this time. And it's not like uh, oh you have to avoid them, but it's just like yeah. Like I like how they do that in uh, Return of the King, um, when Frodo Sam what Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when Frodo and Sam and Gollum are taking to uh, the city with Faramir. Ah, crap. What is it? The one across from Gondor. Osgiliath. Osgiliath, yeah. That one. Uh, then we cut back to uh, people in Rohan, Edoras. And then when does that take place? And then later in the in the movie, um, Faramir meets um, Gandalf and Pippin in Gondor. And then Gan- Gandalf's like, this is not the first athlete you've seen. And then Faramir says, oh, yeah, I saw saw them like two days ago. So, like, when you're watching it up until that point, I was thinking, like, how long does this take? Like, this has got to be, like, at least a week between this. But then it says two days. So, like, oh, shit. So, this is happening at the same time as this. Yeah. So. Just, like, this, the cross-reference of someone. Yeah. Nice to see where these yeah. big-time characters in the Empire are at. But we don't need to see a lot of them. Just reference it. Also, some, I kind of like that, how they did it in uh, Fallen Order at the very end. Mm-hmm. Brothers. Like when they when Vader pulled up, yeah. Like, holy shit, that was that was something to see. It was like it made so much sense just because you're in Va- uh, you're walking around the Inquisitor yeah. fortress, and Vader is a big part of that movement. So it's like it makes so much sense, right? Fortress and Corridor Inquisitors. I mean, even if like I think that plot line was spoiled as soon as the game was released yeah because someone completed it in a day and they put the whole thing online yeah <laughs> i'm not surprised it's not a long game it's not Easy but though. at the same time it's like that's dumb but yeah i love the little sprinkles but they it's again it's like it's got to be kind of done be done delicately because it's like you don't want to have the Andor, sh- like the Vader show featuring Andor, it's the Andor show featuring Vader. Or Book of Boba Fett with Mendel. Yeah. Just there now. I think the... Huh, and I had one la- one other question of overall take on content this year. Mid. Honestly, I forget <laughs> a lot of this year. Um, Book of Boba Fett was kind of a letdown apart from Din, which was also very confusing when I first saw it. Like, cool that you're here but why are you Mando season like and then it just kind of it was yeah that one yeah. Book of Boba Fett felt really forced it's like here's this here's this go watch it while we work on something else mm-hmm. and then Kenobi was I think overhyped for me incredibly overhyped because well, I was expecting a- more Hayden Christensen in it and like more Darth Vader or something like that but like the be- best scene for Anakin was the flashback scene when they're dueling like, that was the best part for me of that show mm-hmm. for Anakin. And, like, Darth Vader was also really cool, but <sighs> there's some things on set. It's all the technicalities on, like, of that show. Yeah. That just mm-hmm. didn't work. Um, what was the next one? After Tales. That? Tales of Jedi. That one was great. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love how they told the story of, like, behind the scenes. Another part of the story of around the time of episode one and two especially episode one and before that with count dooku that storyline finally yeah mm-hmm. uh and and or just really brought us back to like star wars and 
the political side of things, which over the years I've definitely grown to love more and actually like, oh, this is happening. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. This is really cool. Well, it's like when you're instead of like, oh, I just want to see Jedi flinging swords around. I'm like, I want to see something other than this. I'm, you know. But it's like, I mean, obviously the like with the Jedi and the Sith and the Force, like you obviously can't miss that with Star Wars because obviously that's how it was formed and that's kind of the essence of it. That's kind of the whole point. Um, but when you're older, it's like force. having the extra little information of just like how things work in the universe, it just makes it that much more like detailed and um, you can appreciate it a lot more when there's so much detail put into it. And there's so many brains that have been putting like this stuff together that it's like you just can't help but appreciate it even if you don't like certain aspects of it it's just like when you have that dis it's almost like a disconnect because it's a massive time jump from episode three to episode four and it's just like how did like episode four five and six happen and it's just like episodes one two and three one two have so many jedi but it's like there's no there's no jedi in mm -hmm. four five six so how does this happen Mm -hmm. or 66 happened and it's just like it's just a lot of the smaller technicalities that just combine the world together that binds it all together and it's kind of like the glue that is oh, it yeah. for this episode everyone thank you for listening those who do uh, oh uh, you can share us you can listen to us on wherever you find a podcast amazon music uh, audible uh, spotify apple podcast google podcast you can follow us on instagram uh, you can find us there on Jabba's Pit Crew Podcast. Share us, follow us, all that stuff. Uh, we hope to do more episodes this year than this past year, but uh, it's still a learning curve. Um, we'll be hopefully more consistent with our release dates and recording, recording times. And with that... That's no moon. It's a space station. <laughs>